name is Erica Stein. And I'm Allie French. And this is a podcast about individual journeys within wellness and how to navigate it all. After Allie experienced a cancer diagnosis in her 20s, and Erica went through a self-love journey, we created a platform to interview real people from all walks of life that have combined all types of practices. From physical wellness to emotional and spiritual, we hear courageous stories and focus on why it's important to share them. We are both certified integrative nutrition health coaches and together with our community are learning to live our most purposeful lives by sharing one courageous story at a time. It takes courage to share these journeys and by talking about them, we aim to destigmatize the process. We want you to be your own health advocate, feel educated and informed on the latest in health and wellness and empower you to feel your absolute best. And because we want to bring forth a wide variety of stories, the opinions of our guests do not necessarily reflect our own, but we hope the diverse and varied stories will empower you to make the best choices for your own life. So join us as we and our community share our courageous wellness. Hi guys, before we get to today's episode, we want to share how excited we are to offer our community 20% off their first order at Sakara with code XO Courageous. We have been big fans of the company for years, and the Sakara Life Organic Meal Delivery Program is based on a whole food, plant-rich diet that includes fresh, nutrient-dense, and delicious ingredients. It's perfect for those weeks you need a refresh or don't have time to meal prep. They also have a clean boutique, which offers delicious food forward bars, snacks, beauty water drops, and my personal favorite metabolism super powder, which works to fire up your metabolism, stabilize blood sugar, eliminate bloat and decrease puffiness. The naturally rich low sugar, dark chocolate flavor is perfect for smoothies or simply mixed with coffee and nut milk. I also regularly use the Sakar cookbook full of plant-rich recipes, which you can purchase on their website. Click the link in our show notes to visit sakara.com and use code XO courageous for 20% off your first order. We know you will love it as much as we do now onto the episode. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to the show. We have a great episode today with Organically Addison, um, who is a gluten-free food blogger. But before we get to the episode, uh, we just are going to do our normal weekly updates. And one I wanted to share was actually, uh, thanks to Erica, she is a big reader. And I love reading a novel, but I find myself, you know, we get a lot of people on book tours for our show. And so I read a lot of nonfiction. And there's nothing better than reading like a good novel. So when I'm looking for one or have the opportunity to read one, I go to Erica. She's my, (laughs) she's my wealth of knowledge on that. And she recommended the seven husbands of Evelyn Hugo, which was written by Taylor Reed Jenkins, who also wrote, um, Daisy Jones among other, many other kind of well-known sort of novels and in the sort of general pop culture um, realm these days. But anyway, I read Seven Husbands finally after Erica's recommendation and it was so good. It's so good. We're sharing a microphone right now for this intro and I don't know if you can hear her, but it's like, man, I just devoured it in three days and it was so not what I thought it was going to be about. And it was beautiful, the storytelling and the character. And you know what I loved most of all is that it wasn't about these people or characters being like, or even Evelyn Hugo, and this is not a spoiler. It's just the way Taylor Jenkins reads writes is like, no one's like good or bad. It's just complicated humans who you really fall in love with. And you understand why they make certain choices that they make, even if those were choices that cause other people pain. Like it's just such a beautiful exploration of human beings doing what they can with the circumstances that they're dealt. Yeah, no, I loved it. And I, she's one of my favorite writers and 
it's also it's based in the 1950s, like old Hollywood, mostly, right? Like it's old Hollywood, the way Daisy Jones is the 70s. And it's just it's fabulous. And I'm reading Malibu Rising now, which is her other book, which is the 80s in Malibu. And something else that she does, which is I don't know how she does it because I grew up in Malibu and she an old Malibu, right? Like in the 90s and early 2000s. And she writes about restaurants that don't even exist anymore, but that were like my favorite restaurants growing up in the 90s, right? So she she really immerses you in this world. And like you said, no one's good or bad. These are just people. And, and I'm only halfway through, so I, I don't know what happens yet. Maybe I will think someone is good or bad if you've read, if you've read Malibu Rising, but I'm so glad you liked it. My update this week is a little more, um, again, continuing on last week's intro when I talked about Leo Venus energy. I've really, I don't know who I am. Like, I want to go out every weekend. I'm just like ready to be out and about. And um, something that I did, which was so fun, I've talked about Vanderpump Rules on this podcast before, and I, I love it. It's my favorite reality show, Guilty Pleasure. And they have three restaurants in Los Angeles and like prime, prime West Hollywood. Like um, Sir is right next to the Abbey, which was also featured on the show. But it's like where I had my bachelorette party like a hundred years ago. You know, like it's just it's where people go out. And um, if you know, it's in a good location to go out in. But I and I've been to Sir when the show first came out with a few girlfriends, but I hadn't been since the show came out probably like years and years ago. And um, I went on a Saturday night. Was it a Saturday or Friday night? But like prime time. Um, And it was so fun. I went to Tom Tom Pump (laughs) and Sir. Tom Tom was actually my favorite. They're the villains of the show. You went to all three in one night? I went to all three in one night. Did you bring your husband? I brought my husband. We like went fully out. Oh, he loves the show too. I've gotten him fully, um, fully into it. Tom Tom was our favorite. The food was delicious. The drinks were delicious. I was also really impressed. Sir has like a very impressive mocktail menu, not just like a non-alcoholic beer or one mocktail. It was a full mocktail menu with like premium non-alcoholic spirits. Very impressed by that. But you know what I loved about it is um they're in on the joke or maybe not in on the joke, but it's um my husband called it like Disneyland has character dining. It kind of felt like that where um like the waiters want to talk about it. The bartenders want to talk about it. Um Tom Tom I think was actually the nicest one that you would go to if you didn't know about the show. Pump and Sir is like all about the show. Sir has the show literally playing at the bar. And they have like, if you watch like Guillermo was there, Peter was there, like they're all there and like they're in on it, you know, like there's no pretension whatsoever. And so it was really fun, like being a tourist and like doing touristy things on like a Friday or Saturday night. It was so fun. And um, if you're visiting LA and you're a fan of the show, I highly, highly recommend it. When when I went to Sir like 10 years ago, the show was not as popular as it is now. And um, so it was a different experience. But yeah, 10 out of 10, Tom Tom was my favorite. Anyway, we should get to Addison's episode. But before we do, we just want to remind everyone that this episode is sponsored by Milk and Honey. And Milk and Honey is a line of hyper clean products. And they also have spas in Los Angeles, in Texas, and in Chicago. You can save 20% off at their spas on any spa service with, with code CW podcast. And you can save 20% off at their online boutique, which carries so many amazing products from the Milk and Honey line to Supergoop to Kula Sun Care to, gosh, they have everything. And I've been restocking on all my Supergoop sunscreen for the summer. And you can save 20% with code CWPODCAST at checkout. So with that, let's get to Addison's episode. So today on the podcast, we welcome gluten-free food blogger Organically Addison to the show. As a Division I college athlete, Addison learned how to fuel her body with healthy foods to perform at a high level. After college, Addison began marathon running, and while running, she suffered from severe leg pain, and after several specialist and doctor's appointments later, she was diagnosed with compartment syndrome. Addison was given the choice of having an invasive surgery or quitting running. 
This is when Addison took her health into her own hands and through gluten-free eating was able to heal and run without pain. She's now the founder of Organically Addison, where she shares her delicious gluten-free recipes. We have a really great conversation today on Addison's health journey and food blogging journey, and we hope you enjoy the conversation as much as we did. Before we get to today's episode, we want to tell you a little bit about the Institute for Integrative Nutrition. Erica and I are both certified integrative health coaches. I have advanced training in hormone health, and she has advanced training in gut health. And we offer health coaching and corporate coaching through the Courageous Wellness Collective. We continued our education and received certification through the Institute for Integrative Nutrition. IIN has taken the lead in the health coaching industry from its inception and provides a comprehensive curriculum that combines nutrition, coaching, and business. We loved the program and have had many listeners ask us about continuing their education in nutrition, health coaching, or even just advancing their personal knowledge about food and nutrition. So we are very excited to be able to offer a discount to Courageous Wellness listeners to study at IIN. The program is completely accessible virtually with lectures led by health, wellness, and medical industry experts. To receive up to $2,500 off your tuition, you can use our names, Allie French or Erica Stein, at the time of enrollment to receive the tuition discount. We have also included a link in the show notes that will take you directly to IIN to learn more about their wonderful programs. Thank you for joining us today, Addison, uh, Erica, and I loved bumping into you at Expo West, and we're so excited that we could have this conversation with you today. So to start out, can you just share with our audience a little bit about yourself, your background, um, and how that's led you into the culinary and health food space? Yes, absolutely. Well, thank you so much for having me on your podcast. It was serendipitous that we bumped into each other at Expo West eating, I think it was uh, the cold coconut yogurt. uh, And we just were bonding over how much we love their yogurt. So um, yeah, so my name is Addison. And uh, I grew up on the coast of Maine in a really small town and played sports all growing up and was very fortunate enough to play college soccer uh, at the division one level. So it was a very intense rigorous workout schedule. It was essentially a full-time job for four years and I loved it. It was so much fun. Once I graduated from college, I decided that I wanted to get into long distance running. I had a bucket list goal of running a marathon. So thought that I would start training for a half marathon first. And I noticed that after about 30 minutes uh, into my run, I would start to get this like tingling sensation in my feet and in my calves. And it felt similar to when your foot falls asleep and it's, it's really tingly and it feels kind of strange. And then it would be really intense. It would turn into really intense pain, uh, in my legs when I ran. And then eventually if I kept running, my legs would go completely numb. So it was a very weird sensation and obviously very concerning. So I went to see a couple different doctors and they diagnosed me with compartment syndrome, which essentially means that for some reason, the muscle fibers that surround the muscles in my legs, they don't expand to allow all the extra blood flow to get to my legs. So those, my leg muscles are working out so hard and they're trying to expand and literally get swollen, but there's nowhere for them to expand to. So it kind of creates like a, a pain sensation and then all that blood flow can't get to my legs the blood flow gets cut off and they go numb. So I had a doctor tell me that I had two options and it was to quit running altogether or to get a fasciotomy, which is a very invasive surgery on each of my legs. Um, So that would have been a 12 month recovery total. And at the time I was 22, I was in the best shape of my life. And I said, no way I'm, I don't choose either one of those options. I'm just going to to try to, you know, do everything I can in my power to heal this. Um, but I'm not getting surgery and I'm not going to stop running. So that was kind of the first big issue I ran into that caused me to go gluten-free. So my aunt is a seasoned marathon runner and she, uh, used to be gluten-free when she was training. So she recommended that I try it just to feel better overall. 
And within a week of going gluten-free, I had no, no, no more numbness or tingling when I ran. It was wild. Uh, I went back for like a month later follow-up with my doctor and told him, and he's like, that doesn't make sense. There's no reason why, you know, all these symptoms would go away because of gluten, you know, those aren't connected. And so I said, you know, you were trying to make me get essentially two surgeries. And I just solved this through diet and lifestyle. Uh, you know, you should probably tell your other patients about this because it has, you know, changed my life within a month. I mean, honestly, it changed my life. Like, and that has, it's been almost seven years now that I've been gluten-free and I've really just seen a bunch of different symptoms, uh, alleviate, you know, I used to get one to two pretty bad headaches every single week to the point where I was taking, you know, Advil or Tylenol several times a week and just extreme bloating after I ate brain fog. Uh, I used to nap for like three hours a day. That was probably because I was a D one athlete and not necessarily the gluten, but, uh, just going from eating a diet of like fast food and just your typical, your, your standard American diet to eating gluten-free whole foods, um, mostly sugar-free. I mean, I feel amazing. So that's kind of a long story short of how I got started on my health journey. Wow. It's pretty, it's pretty incredible. It's pretty incredible. I'm currently dealing with some medical stuff in my family. And so it's also really like wonderful to hear. And, you know, Allie and I are both, we're, we're very much like the middle way. You know, we, we, there's a time and a place for Western medicine and it saves lives and it's wonderful. And we believe there's a lot more to the story and a lot that can be done from a holistic whole food approach as well. And I think there's a good balance of the two that, um, we can have if we're curious enough to look into it. Um, but it does blow my mind that especially when we're dealing with medical doctors, they never, it's, it's never part of the conversation. It's very rare to find a doctor who believes in the power of food and nutrition and their healing properties. And so thank you for sharing your journey. And I'm curious just to like break it down a little more. So you went gluten-free and you started to feel better in a week. Like you said, in a month, your entire life was completely changed. How did that then continue your exploration of food as fuel? You mentioned, right, you kind of were eating maybe a standard American diet as an athlete. Now you go gluten-free. So so how does that journey then continue from there? Yeah. So initially I had just given up gluten and it really opened my eyes to how food can be medicine and how good you can feel when you're eating great foods. I didn't realize how sick I was until I was no longer sick. So that made me question everything. So then I started to look into dairy. And for a while, I was also dairy-free. And the two marathons that I ran uh, while training and running, I was mostly dairy-free. Since then, I've added back in like really high-quality dairy. So I'm talking full-fat Greek yogurt, which is also sugar-free, full-fat cottage cheese, uh, and then some cheese as well. Um, but it really just made me stop and take a look at everything in my life. And I just realized that all the different foods that we eat really affect us every day. And it actually wasn't until about a year ago that I cut out refined sugar. So I had been dealing with, uh, acne issues and my skin was out of control. And I had actually listened to some podcasts. I forget which one it was, but it was all about exploring the link between, sugar and women's hormones. And it said that white sugar can mess with women's hormones and obviously women's hormones acting up can affect acne. So I kind of made that connection. And so last August, I decided to uh, completely cut out refined sugar, which is difficult for a food blogger who bakes cookies every week. So I'll test the recipe using white sugar and brown sugar and give it to my friend's uh, and family to taste test for me. And then I'll make the same version with coconut sugar. Uh, and then that's what I eat. So um, in addition to being gluten-free, I am refined sugar-free. And that has also been uh, equally as life-changing. I mean, my skin, I look like a different person. I was like really dealing with bad acne. Um, and I just, I feel so much better now. Wow. Yeah. I mean, it, it makes it makes sense. It's, it's interesting too, you sharing about your experiences. I, 
different, but also had an experience when I realized I had, um, or had developed an intolerance to dairy. This was many years ago now, but was dealing with intense acne, had a similar experience where doctors were giving me meds and, um, topical creams that were super harsh and nothing was working. And I was like in my early twenties at the time and it was terrible cystic acne and, someone else, like a holistic person told me, just give up dairy. I can tell by what's happening. This is a dairy allergy. And I gave it up because like I just quit cold turkey to try. I was so desperate. And four days later, my skin started to clear up. And so like your story or stories like this are really um, sort of just like indicative of the fact that like we know we're all bio-individual, but there there is certain sort of um, components to the Western diet or the standard American diet that are not necessarily always easy for our bodies to um, process and weren't a part of our diet a hundred years ago. Um, I think I, I read a statistic and I'm not exactly sh- sure, like I don't remember the exact numbers, but it was something like how much sugar the average American would have like in the early 1900s and it was like maybe like 10 pounds a year and now it's like 120 pounds a year. I mean, our, you know, we haven't evolved that much biologically in the last 120 years. So it's like, uh, what is that doing to us? What is that doing to our bodies that just like do their best for us, but at a certain point can't take uh, the change in, you know, like our food systems that have happened so drastically in the last 50, 60 years. So I think hearing your story is just kind of good inspiration for anybody who has like something going on that might not feel, might feel off to them, might be as big as like intense pain, like you were dealing with, or, you know, in your case, it was the um, compartment syndrome, but whatever it might be to start to experiment and how you said you didn't know that you felt sick until you felt well. I mean, that's also really, it's just like a something that, that I think everybody could spend some time thinking about because I think oftentimes we normalize like a baseline of not feeling that great. Mm-hmm. Um, but don't ask the questions of like, oh, do I actually feel like I have energy today? Or... Am I just like accepting constantly being fatigued or like, you know, these kind of like baseline, like low grade symptoms that might not be raging all the time, but when you can start to experiment, you can see what really works for you. And I think you sharing both of those things and also that it wasn't done in any sort of rigid way. It was just like, okay, I'm going to experiment with giving up gluten now. And then maybe whatever it is, seven years later. I'm going to experiment with how I feel without refined sugar. Right. It's, yeah. It, yeah. It shows people that you can, you can do it and it doesn't have to be all or nothing. And it's, you can see, you can test how you feel and how it feels for your body. And I think, I think your story is really, um, is just sort of a good reminder of that. We want to take a quick break from this episode to tell you about today's sponsor, Milk and Honey. Milk and Honey is a female founded and funded brand that began as a luxury day spa in Austin, Texas, and has since grown to include eight locations across Texas and Los Angeles, California, as well as a line of bath, body, and skincare products born from the spa. One of Milk and Honey's best-selling products is the natural deodorant, which is loved by Zoe Kravitz and was featured in her Vogue's Beauty Secrets video. I've been using the baking soda-free version exclusively for over two, three years. This gentle aluminum-free baking soda-free deodorant was designed to nourish sensitive skin while keeping you feeling and smelling fresh all day long. It never gave me any itchy red bumps when I switched over and passed the smell test, even after an intense workout. It truly is the best and comes in two scents, lavender tea tree and lemon vanilla. In addition to clean deodorant, their online boutique also offers clean beauty products from top brands, including Osea Malibu, Virtue, Moon Juice, Kula Sun Care, Super Goop, and more. Some favorite products of mine other than the deodorant include Milk and Honey's Gel Cleanser, Super Goop 
glow screen and SPF 40, which I now buy on their site and Osea's body oil and Vegas nerve oil, which activates the body's relaxation response and helps regulate stress. Their spas are also lovely, and we are both big fans of their spa treatments. And we now offer discounts at both the online boutique and spa locations on all spa and med spa treatments. We are also thrilled to partner with Milk and Honey to offer a courageous wellness spa package called the Courageous Wellness Retreat at a discounted rate. The Courageous Wellness Retreat combines a 60-minute Milk and Honey Signature Massage, which is a Swedish massage tailored to your needs, focusing on relaxation and stress relief combined with body brushing, an exfoliating and detoxifying treatment that uses a natural bristle brush that you get to take home to stimulate your lymph and circulation while also reviving dull skin. Courageous Wellness listeners can enjoy 20% off your next order at milkandhoney.com and 20% off your first spa service at any Milk and Honey location with code CW podcast. Visit milkandhoneyspa.com to find a location near you. And if you want to try the Courageous Wellness Spa package offered at a special rate, use the code Courageous Wellness Retreat to redeem. This is not able to be combined with any other discount or promotion. You can also find all the information in our show notes. We are so excited to offer our listeners a new discount to one of the best probiotic supplements on the market, Seed. If you are a regular listener of the podcast, then you know that Ali and I are both very serious when it comes to the importance of gut health and building a thriving microbiome. I personally have been using seed for close to a year now and have noticed a big difference in my digestion and bloating. I am devoted to taking seed every single morning before food, and I'm really excited to share their daily symbiotic with our audience. The formulation of the daily symbiotic combines a probiotic and prebiotic is vegan and gluten-free and includes 24 clinically studied naturally occurring strains, not found in yogurt or fermented foods and beverages, and lives up to the highest standards for human and planetary health. Yes. And in addition to being a really reliable probiotic and prebiotic supplement, Seed is committed to creating science-based education for all those that partner with them through accountable advertising at Seed University. This is where we are all committed to not spreading misinformation about health on the internet. Pretty important, right? Also, I personally love their commitment to sustainability with a refill system and all recyclable or biodegradable packaging materials. Erica and I only advertise products that we use and feel are of benefit to us and by extension could be of value to our community as well. If you would like to order seed daily symbiotics to incorporate into your own gut health routine, go to seed.com and use the code courageous 15 at checkout for 15% off or click on the link in our show notes. So was there anything like once you found out for you that you were dealing with or, or like basically not no longer dealing with the symptoms of compartment syndrome, um, was there anything like when you went to the doctor, have you, had you heard or in your own research, anybody else who had similar experiences with that? Yes. So it's a pretty rare condition, but actually my college soccer coach uh, was diagnosed with compartment syndrome. Um, and he actually went through with the surgeries and they worked for him, which is awesome. Um, so essentially with the surgeries, they go into your muscle fibers and they make really small incisions in the fibers so that they can expand. It's a very, very painful, long recovery, uh, surgery. So I've also heard of one other person who has gone through the surgeries and they have worked. Uh, my doctor did say that there's a chance, you know, it doesn't work and you still have that pain and that numbness. Uh, so I'm very happy that I was able to heal myself through food and lifestyle and, and not go through with that. And I would just encourage anyone out there who's dealing with any sort of symptoms to, to try to figure out the root of the cause and not just put a bandaid on it with, with medicine. Uh, I agree. I think doctors and nurses are amazing people who do amazing work every day, but that should be the last the last step. 
uh, you know, so instead of, if you have a headache, instead of just running to the medicine cabinet, uh, you know, you know, have you drank enough water today? Have you eaten enough protein? Did you get enough sleep? Are you super stressed? Uh, you know, things like that to ask yourself and then, you know, try to, to try to solve it the natural way. Um, I actually don't own any medicine at all anymore, which is a, a very big blessing that I'm able to, to say that. Uh, but that just goes to show, I mean, I was buying ibuprofen regularly. Like I always had a huge jar in my medicine cabinet. Um, and now I, I don't even own that. Uh, so I was going from one to two headaches a, a week. I get like one or two per year, which is again, such a blessing that I'm healthy enough to be able to say that, but I would just encourage people to really seek out what the root issue is and not just try to, you know, to slap some medicine on it. Um, one of my best friends is actually a naturopath doctor and she deals with a lot of this stuff and she's helped me kind of understand a little bit more what's going on internally, uh, when your body, you know, has a headache or a stomach ache, or you get sick and that sort of stuff. So, uh, naturopath, I, I would say is another really great option, um, to figure out the root issue, allergy testing, things like that. But there are, our bodies are so smart and they try to communicate to us. So, when my, when my skin was flaring up last year, you know, it was telling me you're eating too much sugar. And at that point I was making cookies and eating cookies every single day with tons of sugar. So my body was trying to communicate that to me. And it would have been easy to just go to a dermatologist and say, give me some lotion, but instead solving it through giving up sugar, I don't need to go to a dermatologist. Okay. I've saved a ton of money. Right. And now I know that my body is, is healthier because it, it looks, it feels better. Uh, it's performing better essentially. So yeah, we just really encourage people to figure out the root cause of the issue before turning straight to medicine. Yeah. And even when we go to the doctor, right, it's just information, right? It's just information that we're getting. It's like, okay, this is one opinion I can find, right? I think a lot of times I certainly grew up with like the doctor knows best mentality and right. They went to school. They definitely they they know a lot about medicine, but doctors are also working for us. We're choosing to see them. And so I think asking questions and being open to second opinions, third opinions, a combination of a holistic route and a medical route is always a great choice. And And I always find that the best doctors are open to talking supplements, talking food, talking nutrition. And so I think you give very empowering and practical advice and it's also free, right? If you want to do an elimination diet for yourself, that's something that's accessible for everybody to do, you know, within reason, you can, you can do anything for 30 days and find out what, what is really working with your body. And so I'm curious how then this led to you sharing online, right? So, so you had this whole exploration with yourself. When did you start to share online? Because I mean, your website is truly beautiful and incredible. And I love that you, you break down your recipes by course, by diet, by holiday, by season. So how did this start um, to get to where you are now? Yeah. So I've always loved to cook and love to bake. I was always the person, you know, baking brownies or cookies for a sleepover or for a soccer game. That was always me. I've always loved to be in the kitchen. So when I went gluten-free, it took a little bit to figure out how to bake gluten-free. And even seven years ago, it was not as easy as it is today. I think today it's very easy to go pick up like a box brownie mix that's gluten-free and you really can't tell the difference. But seven years ago, there were much fewer products, good products on the market. So uh, thankfully, like I said, my aunt was gluten-free at the time. um, And she kind of introduced me to how to bake gluten-free. So I experimented for, you know, a couple years or so before I even started my Instagram, but um, I ended up starting my Instagram in 2018. So about two years into being gluten-free, I felt like I knew enough and just started posting what I was eating every day and a few different recipes here and there. And I got really great feedback from people. And they said, you know, where can we find the full recipe? You know, I wish you had a website. So I, again, I have no computer programming or coding experience whatsoever. So I hired someone to build a custom website for me, uh, which is what you see. And I absolutely love it. She did a, a wonderful job 
Um, and I started posting my recipes there and it really just took off and it took off, especially in 2020 when everyone was at home cooking and baking and they were trying to be somewhat healthier. So uh, at that point, I was working in finance, uh, a nine to five in the office, but then March, 2020, suddenly I'm at home and I have all this extra time. So that was when I decided that I'm going to start treating this like a business and not a hobby. And I, I work on this, I don't know, probably 70 hours a week. Uh, I do right now I do everything. Um, I'm in the process of building out a team, but, um, I work on this all the time and I treat this like a business now. And I love being able to interact with my audience and people who have made my recipes. Um, and I'm still learning all the time about baking gluten-free. And there are still some things that I have yet to figure out, like gluten-free cinnamon rolls, because my family makes cinnamon rolls every Christmas morning, and I have not been able to eat those in years. So I still cannot get that recipe right. But um, I just have so much fun. Like it's just, it truly is a dream job for me. That's great. And to, to take something, I love stories when it's like, we take something that maybe was challenging or in your case, like this health, um, kind of crisis, especially as an athlete. And who knew that, like having gone through that experience so many years later, that it would sort of birth this, um, beautiful business and creative outlet to your, recipes are beautiful. And I'm not a baker. Erica's the baker of the two of us. I'm, I'm the cook, <laughs> but, um, but I was looking on your website. It was like, Oh, this looks delicious. Like I could try this or, you know, um, yeah. I mean, just really creative, different kinds of cookies and brownies and, um, and knowing too, that like, there are ways to enjoy, you know, we're, I know you have a, a health coaching certification, Erica, and I do health coaching as well with a focus on, on hormone health and gut health. And we're also really food positive here at Courageous Wellness. So we want to like never lo lose the pleasure or the taste or like having a delicious sort of culinary experience while also supporting our bodies um, in the ways that our uh supportive for our entire bodies, but especially support our gut health or especially, um, support hormones as you were talking. So finding things that are beautiful and taste delicious and are still fun to make and eat, but also can be supportive of, you know, the bigger goals of keeping our hormones in balance and keeping our blood sugar potentially more balanced or more stabilized than something full of refined sugar would, things like that. Um, it, it just goes to show people that they can support their health and not feel deprived and enjoy delicious treats too. And um, so I think, you know, creating resources like you do is really beneficial to kind of go down that sort of path where it's like, Hey, you can have a sweet treat that's delicious and looks awesome and tastes great. And there's a way to do it that also um, can be more supportive to your health than something full of the junk, you know? <laughs> yes, I totally agree. When I decided to go gluten-free in 2016, I vowed to myself that I would never miss out on my favorite foods and I would just tailor them to a gluten-free lifestyle. So it has been my goal to create recipes that taste and look like the real thing, but they're you know a little bit healthier for you. Uh, and honestly, I don't ever, ever feel like I'm missing out. I, I, I eat pizza, I eat bagels, I eat, but I just try to take those classic recipes and make them in a healthier way. And, uh, it's funny when I go out to eat with friends and, you know, the bread comes to the table, they'll say, Oh, I'm so sorry for eating this in front of you. Like this must be so tempting. And I say, it's not tempting at all because if I eat that, I'm going to feel awful. You know, I, I just, I don't get tempted by that stuff anymore because I'm able to find gluten-free healthier alternatives for all of my favorite foods. Um, I, I am also food positive, I guess, to use your, your terminology, I tell people, and this is so true. I eat dessert seven nights a week, right? So I, for me, I like to eat, we'll call it healthy. That's such a loose term. I try to eat healthy throughout the day. And then every single night I have one to two desserts 
before I go to bed. For me, that's what works. I'm like, okay, all day, I'm going to eat healthy. I'm going to have energy. I'm going to feel great. And then end of a long day, I actually eat my desserts in bed. I'll curl up in bed with a book or, you know, my laptop if I'm working. And I'm like, last night I had some uh, gluten-free banana bread in bed. And I'm like, oh, I just, I love a little bit of chocolate to end the day. Um, but for me throughout the day, I can, you know, say no to, to treats or to a sugar crash or whatever, because I know at the end of the day, I'm having that dessert. So for me, that's what I do. And it, it works really well. And like I said, I feel amazing. Um, but it kind of gives that, that really great balance to my life. Yeah, absolutely. And you make a good point. It's funny that you're talking about like your friends, like, I'm so sorry to eat the bread. But when, when we make choices or like alterations to our lifestyle from a place of wanting to really feel better, like I remember doing that too with the dairy. I loved dairy. You think I didn't want to eat pizza or ice cream or all that stuff? Or, I mean, I grew up drinking, I mean, like I was born in the eighties, I grew up drinking like milk with every meal, which is probably why I developed a dairy intolerance. But, um, but I was so resolved at that point that how much better I felt without it in my life, that it didn't feel like a sacrifice. Like it didn't feel like temptation. It felt like, no, 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 no. Like this is fine. I don't want this. And still to this day, my family will say things like that. Like you're saying, I'm like, no, it's okay. I've been off of it for like 14 years or whatever it's been. And yeah. um yeah, it's just really it's just really interesting and but but you make a good point like when it comes from the place of really doing it not from a place of deprivation but a place of like this is serving me and I'm I have conviction in that. I think our mindset is more able to shift around that kind of stuff. And um you also have found a way that you still really enjoy what you love. And that's, I think also an important, um, kind of point for everybody to hear that there are ways to do things that it's not one or the other. It's just a new way to both enjoy what you love and also support your body. And yeah, maybe it takes a little bit more time, but you, you get used to it just like anything else. So I'm curious now, um, you have this company, you have this beautiful website and, and, um, Instagram and all these resources that you provide, both both in the baking space, but also with uh, other food as well. Um, what is your relationship now to athleticism? And um, because that was such a huge part of your life and essentially what led you into this kind of world, um, how are you able to, you know, maybe you're not playing D1 sports anymore. Are, are you able to still, um, run and, or, you know, explore that kind of athletic part of yourself? Yeah, that's a great question. So I've always been a very, uh, type a structured, uh, pretty intense person. I have big dreams. I'm highly ambitious and growing up, I put all of that energy into soccer and it, you know, it really paid off and I was able to be a D1 athlete. And then when I graduated from college, I definitely had an identity crisis because suddenly I wasn't this soccer player and, you know, and it was, who am I? How do I introduce myself to people? How do I make normal friends? Because growing up and in college, all my best friends were my teammates. So suddenly I'm in this world with so many other different people and my teammates, you know, aren't, aren't with me every day and I'm not on the soccer field every day. So I think that's a big reason why I immediately shifted into distance running because it was another like very structured, regimented, highly ambitious uh, activity. So I threw myself into running very quickly and immediately I was like, I'm going to do a half marathon and I'm going to do a marathon within a year of graduating from college. So again, highly ambitious. Uh, I have no off switch. I'm always going, but when I finished my second marathon, I kind of was like, okay, this isn't my identity anymore. Uh, and that was at the same time where my blog was really starting to take off. So I've been able to take that very type A, highly ambitious personality and program that into building my business. So I, I spend a ton of time, like I said, building this business right now. And I'm in the process of, of really building out a team and scaling this company quickly. 
Um, I still make time to work out every day because it keeps me sane. And it really is the only time of day when I'm not thinking about something related to my business. Uh, so I go to a local gym here in Dallas, uh, training mate. They're amazing. I love them. It's a 45 minute high intensity interval training workout. And uh, I love that I can go. Uh, the trainers are amazing. And for 45 minutes, I don't have to think about anything. I just do what they tell me and I'm sweaty and exhausted by the end of it. And it, it just always gives me so much energy. So I've taken that really intense personality from soccer and put it into my business. And it's really paid off for me, but uh, I still love to work out and, and be healthy and active. So I do still run. Sometimes I also love to play pickleball. I love to walk too. Um, so I do something every single day because I just love to, to get outside and move. Beautiful. That's yeah, it's really cool. And I think your journey is really inspirational and in how you took, I think that how you took right this interest of yours and have now created a business and it came from this health scare that you had. It's, it's really inspiring. And, um, before we move to our official wrap up questions, which you kind of beautifully led us into, I'm curious about two things that are, um, one is silly. One is not, I'm curious what your astrological sign is <laughs> just as somebody who is so, um, you do so much. And then I am curious if you have one favorite recipe from your blog that everyone should try, what is it? So two quick questions before we officially wrap up. <laughs> okay. Awesome. Um, I don't really tap into the horoscope thing very much, <laughs> but I am a Gemini. Uh, You're a Gemini. Yeah. My birthday's in June. Uh, from what little I've read about it, it totally makes sense having the, like the split personality essentially, uh, because I consider myself both an introvert and extrovert. Um, it's funny. I say like, I'm extremely hardworking and ambitious and I am, but sometimes that means I'm sitting on my couch for four or five hours at a time, like banging out these recipes and blog posts, yeah. so, you know? So I have, I guess a little bit of both. Um, and then in terms of favorite recipes, that's tough. I will say the recipe that I, that will always hold a special place in my heart. Actually two, I'll say is my paleo chalk chip cookies and my paleo brownies. Mm. And the reason that those two stick out to me, um, is because those are two of my oldest recipes on my blog. And they were the two first classic recipes that I made in a healthier way. So those both took me like many rounds of testing. I had some horrible brownies, like <laughs> barely edible. And those paleo brownies were the first time where I was like, you know, this is better than those box, like those Ghirardelli box brownies. These are fudgy, gooey, chocolatey. You'd never in a million years be able to tell that they're, you know, grain-free, gluten-free. You could make them dairy-free. Um, so those, and then the paleo chocolate chip cookies, I make those all the time. Uh, again, I like to joke with people that I meal prep dessert. Most people meal prep dinner. I meal prep dessert because I eat dessert every night. So I'll make a big batch of my paleo chocolate chip cookies and eat one to two every single night. So those are the two that I would say people have to check out the paleo banana bread. I absolutely love that as well. Um, again, those first few paleo recipes that took some trial and error, those are, those are probably my favorite just because there's, you know, some really great baking memories there. That's really great. Oh, I can't wait to try them. And like I said, I'm not a natural baker, but if I have like a, a straightforward recipe, I can follow it. So, <laughs> um, or I'll have Erica bake them for me. Even Perfect. better. Even I'll better. Let I know how they come out. Um, okay. So it, as we start to wrap up, we do ask three wrap up questions for all of our guests. So the first one um, is how do you practice self-care on a daily basis? And do you have any non-negotiables for your day? Yes, absolutely. So the most important thing in my life is my faith and that keeps me grounded. So when I wake up every morning, I open my Bible, I pray, I read a devotional. And for me, that just really grounds me every day. And I guess that's my form of self self-care is just reminding myself that there's a, a bigger plan and everything happens for a reason. And uh, I'm never alone. So uh, that would probably be my form of self-care. Uh, also eating chocolate in bed every night is definitely a form of self-care um, in addition to working out every day. Oh, love that. What um, my ne Our next question that we always ask is what does being courageous mean to you? To me, being courageous means doing something even when you're scared. So not letting fear hold you back. I think 
I think back to even when I, you know, started this whole journey and uh, when my aunt suggested I go gluten-free, I mean, at that time I was eating fast food, pizza, burgers, fried food, and I could have easily said, no, that's not going to work. That makes no sense. That's too difficult. Um, and I did it anyway. And then when I was starting this business, I, I thought, what are people going to think about me? You know, what are people going to think about these recipes? I don't know how to start a website. I don't know. I honestly didn't even know how to send an invoice when I started this. And, and now I have a multi six figure business. And if I had let fear hold me back, I mean, I literally wouldn't be here. To, I, don't, I don't know what my life would look like today. I would probably have a very boring nine to five job in an office. Kudos to all you people who do that. It's not for me. Um, I just cannot imagine my life without this. And I really stepped out in faith and took a big risk with, you know, starting this business, knowing very little at the beginning. So to me, being courageous is, is not being unafraid, but it's doing things even when you are afraid. Yeah, that's great. Um, and then the final question is, do you have a book recommendation can be on anything, um, or even like a favorite cookbook, um, that you would want to refer to our audience? Uh, I would say atomic habits is Mm -hmm. a great book. Uh, I know people have heard about that, but I read it, I think last year and, I really believe that so much of our success comes down to what we're doing every single day. And it's not, you know, random days with big ideas, but how are you getting a little bit better every single day? So what habits do you have in place? How disciplined are you? How hardworking are you? Uh, So that would be my book recommendation for people. Thank you, Addison. And if anybody wants to find you, follow you, um, try your recipes, where can they do that? Yes, I would love that. So I am Organically Addison on all social media. And my website is organicallyaddison.com. You can find me on Instagram, Facebook, Pinterest, TikTok, Lemonade now. Um, yeah. And if you, if you guys are listening to this, please send me a DM on Instagram. I'd love to connect with you, especially, especially if you're gluten-free or you're having some health issues. I'm happy to answer any questions or just connect with people. And as always, if you make one of my recipes, please tag me on Instagram. That's like the highlight of my day when someone makes one of my recipes and enjoys it. Um, so yeah, looking forward to connecting with some new people. Awesome. Thanks again for joining us. Thank you guys. I really appreciate it. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Courageous Wellness. Tune in every Wednesday for a new episode featuring a different guest each week. Subscribe, rate, and write us a nice review. And you can also follow us on Instagram at Courageous Wellness or get in touch via our website, www.courageouswellness.net, where you can also find additional info about our health coaching services, virtual group events, newsletter, and more. Until next week, I'm Allie and I'm Erica and we're Courageous Wellness.